Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our topical discussion program. Let me pull my mask down. I feel like Zorro. Okay. Uh, welcome to Think Again, our topical discussion program sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York. Still fighting the war on poverty now in our 55th year. I want to welcome all of you again to this hour of insight, introspection, and interpretation of facts, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community. And in fact, I'll connect you to communities all across the country. Uh, I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of, a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM uh, uh, on your dial from 11, 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call in. You can join our discussion. hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. Just a few things before we get started with our callers. we got a couple of callers on the line right now. Uh, let's just start with the first thing. How smart is he? Donald Trump is boasting about passing a cognitive test, but it doesn't mean what he thinks it means. This is an article written by Ashley Parker in the, in the Washington Post this, uh, this past week. And as President Hollowman and his team began attacking former Vice President Joe Biden's mental and physical fitness uh, to, uh, to run for president, the president began to brag about the fact that he had taken the Montreal Cognitive Assessment, a 10-minute test designed to detect mild cognitive impairment, such as the onset of dementia. Donald Trump seems to believe that he could weaponize his performance on this test <laughs> against Joe Biden. You can't make this stuff up. Uh, as his evidence, he boasted, <coughs> excuse me, that, that he'd been able to remember five different words in order and suggested challenging Biden to take the assessment, saying he was certain that former Vice President Biden would not be able to fare as well as Donald Trump did. This man feels proud of himself because he was able to remember five words in order. Really? If that's the test for ability to become president of the United States, heaven help us. Joe Biden has enough sense not to allow Donald Trump to compare himself uh, to Joe Biden, who doesn't even know, <laughs> and I'm sorry, Joe Biden, who does know that Finland is not a part of the Soviet Union or Russia, or the former so Soviet Union or Russia. Trump is so compromised as an, as an intellectually intact being that he's unable to comprehend that the Montreal Cognitive Assessment is not an indicator of IQ. It's an indicator of the possible onset of dementia. Trump may not have clinical dementia, but believing yourself to be a stable genius on the basis of this assessment is certainly demented. After his tax returns, uh, we, I wanted to take a look at Donald Trump's SAT claims. Donald Trump claims that uh, his was the greatest SAT score the greatest SAT score, believe me, those are his words. Because Donald, of, of Donald Trump's extensive history of cheating and lying, I believe most people are more likely to believe Donald Trump's niece, Mary Trump. In her book, she stated that President Trump got someone else 
to take his SAT exam for him. If it is true that Trump cheated to get into college, that alone disqualifies him from being fit to be the president of the United States. But staying on this intellectual issue for just a moment, in an article written by Mariah uh, Mosley, uh, it turns out that Donald Trump's claim that he graduated the top of his class from the Wharton School of Finance maybe isn't so true. Trump often brags about attending Wharton's business school and has said things like, it's the toughest place to get into. I was an excellent student and I'm a, I'm a smart person. Uh, he even attacked Barack Obama's intelligence, you know, insulted uh, Barack Obama by claiming that Barack Obama was a terrible student. Terrible. How does a bad student go to Columbia and then to Harvard? Well, the record shows that Barack Obama graduated from Columbia University in, in New York in 1983, and he graduated with, with a degree in political science uh, uh, from Columbia before graduating from, uh, excuse me, graduating magna cum laude, from the Harvard uh, Law School. Uh, records recently released by the University of Pennsylvania student-run newspaper, The Daily Pennsylvanian, shows the academic record of the class that Donald Trump graduated uh, uh, in. That was the class of 1968. The record reveals that Trump, who graduated from Wharton's undergraduate program, not, his, not its graduate program that he claimed that he had graduated from, uh, it, it shows that Trump was not even amongst the top 56 students uh, who made up the top, excuse me, the, the, and he was the editor, of, Obama was the editor of the uh, uh, Harvard Law Review, you know, uh, a fairly prestigious, you know, position that he got into. Uh, but if you looked at the students who graduated from uh, Wharton in 1968, the top 15% of that class, there were 56 students who made up the top uh, uh, 15% of that class, Donald Trump's name is not mentioned amongst one of them. Uh, in fact, I have a copy of uh, this uh, graduating class for those students that graduated with honors. There were 14 people who graduated uh, cum laude uh, on that list. Donald Trump was not one of them. There were five people who graduated <coughs> magna cum laude on that list. Donald Trump's not amongst them. There were two people that graduated summa cum laude Donald Trump wasn't amongst them either. Let's quickly talk about what happens when the mayor of a city becomes the protester. Uh, you may have read today that uh, a judge has barred uh, Trump and his uh, uh, Gestapo from arresting, threatening, and using physical force on uh, a journalist. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, excuse me. Uh, 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 physical force on journalists. But you can still use physical force and, and abuse Democratic mayors of, uh, of cities. What, what am I talking about? Mayor Ted Wheeler uh, choked on tear gas late Wednesday as he stood outside the federal courthouse in downtown Portland, where federal agents set off explosives and fired chemicals into a crowd of hundreds of people. In fact, Mayor Wheeler was in the crowd. He was marching with the protesters. And, you know, he was arguing back and forth with these protesters. He wasn't agreeing with everything that they were protesting about, but he wanted them to know that he stood with them in their right to protest. And the tear, at least two tear gas uh, canisters landed within two or three feet of where Mayor Wheeler was standing. It's clear that these federal agents operating on the authority of Donald Trump 
fired the tear gas directly at him. When do people who are supposed to be law enforcement officers, who are supposed to be protecting law and order, when does it become okay for those people to attack the mayors of cities? When did that become all right? Wheeler stood as he was heckled and insulted. Some demonstrators were calling for his resignation, but he still stood strong. He had come to, uh, to the protest, according to his word, to stand with the protesters in the face of what he described as an occupying force, federal agents who were deployed by President Trump to a city, and the president who has described Portland, Oregon as, in Donald Trump's words, worse than Afghanistan. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Oregon uh, Governor Kate Brown and other state and, and local officials have demanded that Trump withdraw these uh, federal officers uh, where ongoing protests have continued uh, for now. I think it's 59 days. Videos of federal officers pelting protesters with less than th lethal uh, impact mu mu munitions like rubber bullets and exploding pepper, uh, pepper balls and shooting tear gas into the streets and launching stun grenades into crowds have captured millions of views on social media and incensed local lawmakers. Wheeler says, the reason why I am here tonight is to stand with you no matter what. Even if you don't like me standing with you, I'm here to stand with you anyway. So Trump has a whole army of Portland police officers. Excuse me. Uh, Wheeler has a whole army of Portland police officers who he could could have out there keeping the citizens uh, of the city safe while we are being brutalized by the feds. This is according to uh, Governor, uh, 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 excuse me, Governor Wheeler. She says, why don't they stand with us? Why don't they protect us? He says he doesn't want the federal agents here. This is one of the protesters, but he's not doing anything to stop them from hurting his people. Well, Wheeler is trying to, to, to stop, uh, I said G Governor Wheeler, I meant Mayor Wheeler, uh, he is trying to uh, to stop uh, Donald Trump's Gestapo from uh, uh, abusing people. I thought I could say something really quickly. Do I have? Uh, I, I can't do it. I, I got to go to my, my, my calls. But I did want to share something with you. I'll get into it. Maybe not uh, all today. But I want to show you how, in addition to the deficit spending that we are into now, which may be as much as four and a half trillion dollars in the year that ends September 30th, another three or four trillion dollars in the year that ends uh, September 30th of 2021. In addition to all of that debt, the Federal Reserve is creating humongous debt for us every single day. They're, they're creating that debt by not charging the normal interest rate they would normally charge for somebody who borrows money uh, from the Federal Reserve. You normally would get two and a half, three and a half percent interest on such uh, a borrowing, but we have interest rates that are being paid that are like one-tenth of one percent. Basically, you've got big banks, and I won't name the big banks. I don't know which ones are which, but you get these big banks who borrow from the Federal Reserve. They borrow at one-tenth of one percent, and then they sell the money to other banks for two or three percent interest. Those banks then sell the money to the street in mortgage loans, in uh, 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 corporate loans, in uh uh, uh, credit card loans and so on uh, at six, nine, 12, sometimes 20%, 29% interest rates. We've got to start thinking about that. I'll talk about that next week. Let me get, uh, help me out now. Is it 
let me let me grab Tony first, and I think it'll be John and somebody else will be on in just a second. Tony, how are you doing out there? It's warm out here, <laughs> and I'm warmed up like I'm a, I'm a relief pitcher. <laughs> You're like Doctor uh, Fauci, I, I, oh, oh, I, not not Doctor Fauci because he threw the ball in the ground. <laughs> Yeah, and guess who got criticized? Dr. Fauci. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, the man can't do anything right. Nothing. But you know what? I'm going to surprise you. I give Trump a lot of credit. Okay. Because he's lied over 1,600 times. He deflects everything from 16,000. 16,000. 2,000. Well, I, I was charitable. <laughs> and has done things that would have kicked out any other president in this country. Should have been arrested. You, right. you know that when he has his little press conference, he limits it to five questions? Yep. And, these and you, go, you, know, you can only ask the questions he says it's okay for you to ask. <laughs> yeah. The one question that none of them have asked, and Lawrence O'Donnell has tried to get these idiots to to uh, to ask, is the question of what did you tell Putin about the the money bound the bounty on our soldiers? And this is after he said himself that he had had a conversation this past Wednesday with Vladimir Putin. You got yeah, this great big so issue in the air, and you telling me that you're telling me that you didn't bother to ask uh, Vladimir Putin about this issue. No, he didn't. But here's the thing. The, last night, he signed into effect four executive orders. Okay. Four executive orders. And let me tell you about one of them. One of them is to buy drugs from Canada as so as to make it cheaper. The only problem with that is I've listened to Canadian radio for the last seven hours. And the Canadian drug companies have come out with this statement. They're not interested in Mr. Trump's executive order, and they don't, and, and they don't, and they are not going to be selling drugs to the American people. Wow. I used to, I used to sit at hockey games with a, with a Canadian who owned a drugstore. Mm-hmm. And he and I talked, for 10 years we sat together. <laughs> and he, I asked him about getting drugs, and he said that, yes, our prices are cheaper, but I can't sell a drug to you across the border, if, even if I wanted to. And he, and also, while like, issuing his executive orders at 2 o'clock in the morning, I think it was, mm. he criticized President Obama as being... Not smart enough to take that test and right, that. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> now I have, I'm 74 years old, and I have, I have assumed incorrectly, I, and I am going to fess up to my mistake, that our republic would be safe in the hands of a Republican or Democratic president duly elected. Mm-hmm. I take. You, you were wrong. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, <laughs> this guy is chipping away at the republic. And if I, as I told you, when they, when we had the, uh, when he was impeached, that if they didn't get him out of there, he would do a tremendous amount of harm in the last nine months of his term. And you see, what that's happened? what he's doing now. Yep. He's doing it now. He, he, Trump, Trump has this, 
and the Amer- I blame the American citizens, including myself. Mm-hmm. And I watch tons of these shows, but I can't act because I don't have any real power except the ballot. He, all of these people in this country have fallen asleep when this guy does something. And they say basically, oh, this is just Trump acting. Well, he's acting to, to wake away, take away our rights. Right. And you know what's he's worse, Tony? Away our rights. You know what's worse is Donald Trump went for five months or almost six months, you know, demeaning, wearing masks, demeaning uh, uh, mitigation efforts to try to keep this coronavirus from spreading, demeaning the fact that there was even a pandemic underway and so on. And now he comes up, you know, uh, five or six days ago and he says, well, I'm I put a mask on one day and I think masks are important, you know, and so on. And all the media could do was fall all over themselves to say Donald Trump gets it now. He, he's for wearing masks. You know, uh, uh, he's with us now. Doing that just creates legitimacy for Donald Trump and, he, and, and sort of erases the previous six months that his behavior has caused the deaths of uh, 145-plus thousand people in the United States and 4 million people being sick in the United States as a result of his lack of his vapid leadership. Yeah, and more importantly, in the end, fascism has entered our political vocabulary for the first time in a century. No one is safe in this country. Yep. I'm not safe, you're not safe, yep. and your callers are not safe. And why are they not safe? Because Big Brother can hear everything we say. They can pick up this show and any other show that they want to listen to. My last point is, Governor Cuomo is not a stupid man. Mm. But if you went on WBN, you would hear the, the, the people say he is a SOB. Yep. I don't know how that language could go over the air and not cause that person well, well, repercussions. Y- y- you couldn't do that, but because the station owners and the station hosts are in agreement, there's no consequence. So, okay, I think we got to, let's take our, our first break because uh, we, we got to stay on the clock this time. So we'll see you on the side of the break here at Think Again. Think Again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Most people know that Mr. Clean Magic Eraser removes crayon and scuff marks from walls, but did you know it even cleans tough kitchen and bathroom messes that are sometimes tough to tackle? Just wet, squeeze, and erase gray soap scum on your bathtub. 
Erase cloudy hard water spots in your shower. Erase burnt-on stovetop messes. So for all your tough kitchen and bathroom messes, try Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Only Wendy's 2 for 5 has all the chicken you crave. Choose from the crispy homestyle chicken sandwich, delicious spicy chicken sandwich, classic crispy 10-piece nuggets, or the legendary spicy 10-piece nuggets. But let's be real. You're going to get 20 spicy nugs for 5 bucks. I mean, that's what I would do. Enjoy a real deal with the Wendy's 2 for 5. We got you. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. A la carte only. Excludes made to crave. All day. Every day, this is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt, ESPN 1520. Wish that I could wind like a spiral step through time. Remember five words in a row, man. We could we could move rocket ships, you know, to uh, uh, to Mars and what. <laughs> oh, and he also has the nuclear codes. I wonder if he could remember those. Okay, let's worry about that for just a second. I just wanted to quickly, you know, uh, we we give a lot of love to Dr. Fauci and we forget about Dr. Deborah Burks, but Dr. Burks apparently is now the new spokesmodel for Donald Trump's. Uh, uh, health uh, uh, press conferences and we need to remember that she was the one who put forward the idea that we should stop having information about uh, hospital admits on uh, 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 what percentage of people get tested uh, who end up uh, showing that they had the virus or have been in contact uh, with the virus uh, uh, how many people died how many people recover uh, instead of having that information go to the CDC that was invented for the purpose of tracking that kind of information, Dr. Burke says that, well, the hospitals aren't sending us this information fast enough. It's not enough quality, or enough accuracy from them. So we want the information to be sent to the Department of Health and Human Services. But it's not actually going to the Department of Health and Human Services directly. It's to go to a federal contractor. You know, like the federal contractors that they hire to uh, detain people at the border. Uh, the federal contractors they hire to uh, to run prisons, private prisons. Uh, federal contractors. We we've had really good experiences with federal contractors uh, in the United States, and so that's who they want to have all of the data go to is a federal contractor who would be hired by who? By Donald Trump. And what do you what do you think is going to happen with that information? It's going to get massaged by Donald Trump, and that's why you can't even trust the information that you're getting right now 
whether or not it's giving you an accurate assessment of how many people have been identified with this disease, how many people have actually gotten hospitalized because of this, how many people are dying because of this, and how many people are recovering as a result of this. This entire uh, integrity chain has, is being disrupted by the politicization of this uh, corona pan pandemic by Donald Trump. But let me get John on in, in Lockport. I just wanted to get that quick note out there and get his thoughts. John, how are you doing out there? Hi, Nathan. How are you? All right. Good to hear from you. Yeah, uh, you know, if, if the uh, election were held today, I think uh, Biden would win by a landslide. But I'm, I, I think, what, what are the Democrats going to do to blow this thing? And it's not just them either. It's what the Republicans can do from here on. Uh, when, you've got, when you look at, uh, I mean, there's things going on right now that the Republicans are going to use in their uh, uh, ads and everything going down towards the election. Uh, one of them is this uh, defund the police. I, you know, mm -hmm. Biden can't come out strong enough against that. You get, he can't side any, have any side at all with that uh, with that slogan, defund the police. It's just because Trump's going to take the law and order um, uh, uh, position. Uh, try, uh, he'll try to be the law, law and order president, just like Nixon won, was when he uh, mm -hmm. uh, won election. And then, but it, the Republicans are so much better at propaganda and everything too you could you know they use the same uh criteria uh, every election um you know they're gonna well of course they're gonna go after biden and say he's a fee he's feeble-minded and that, that's why it's so important for him to pick the right vice president but also they're going to come out with the same old uh accusations that it's going to uh, be like the willie horton stuff you know all over yeah, again it'll, right. it'll be, they're going to they're going to say that uh the democrats are socialists which they interpret as communists, mm -hmm. not at all. They uh, they want to raise your taxes. They want to take away your freedom. They want. They're already saying that that, that the Dems want to take away your freedoms, especially. You and know. you know what's going to be interesting, John? Yep. There are tens and tens of millions of people that are benefiting from this six hundred dollar enhanced unemployment, uh, this uh, twelve hundred dollar stimulus check stuff. Uh, yep. and uh, other, you know, uh, 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 sort of pandemic relief issue, things that are being put on the table. Donald Trump is going to buy some more votes by taking a trillion dollars of American money and lavishing it on in temporary relief uh, to Americans. And they're going to say, oh, yeah, Donnie gave me this check. In fact, his name is on the uh, left-hand side of the check. Right. Donnie gave me this money, and they're going to vote for him. I read a report uh, uh, yesterday that indicated that not a, not a lot, but significantly more African people are supportive of Donald Trump today than were supportive of uh, Donald Trump in 2016. And I'm sure the reason for that is because they got checks, you know, in their hands from Donald Trump. They don't understand it was the Democrats who made that possible in the first place that Donald Trump fought all of that. They just see the fact that they got a check in their hand and Donald Trump is taking credit for it. Right. And I mean, if that's true. And uh, he's going to use every everything that uh, at his disposal to to uh, to try to smear the Democrats with lies. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, and that, you know, he wants. They're going to say uh, they want to take away your religious rights. They 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 kill babies. They take away. They want to take away your guns. Uh, they're weak on the military and on, especially on crime. And they're going uh, to destroy the suburbs. You know, yeah. by, by, and not even by requiring that you desegregate the suburbs, by just making sure that you're making efforts to determine whether or not your policies are, uh, are, are discriminatory or have a, have a disparate impact on people. Just doing that assessment 
Donald Trump says that means that your suburbs are going to be destroyed because those people are going to wind up living next to you. That's what Donald Trump is selling, and he's hoping that that's what people are buying. Yeah, they, they use the same old strategy, uh, fear and hatred, fear and hatred. Yep. And the, the hatred comes against the uh, uh, immigrants and uh, minorities and, and people like that. So, I mean, they, they use the same techniques over and over every election. Yep. And, and it's going to come. I'm, I'm telling you, it's coming. It's, it'll be very soon when they start put, uh, putting these ads out. So the Democrats just have to be disciplined. You know, they've got right. to have a focus on what they're going to be talking about, stay on their message points, don't get, keep, keep getting distracted, don't get sucked into stupid things. Instead of talking about defunding the police, they should talk about the fact that we have to first stop spending money on tanks and spend that right. money on community policing, you know, they and engaging people with the Exactly. That's what we got yeah, to do. They have to stop the uh, protests, too. The post, pro, protests have to end. It, 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 because he's going to use them to, to uh, uh, bring about his uh, law and order uh, regime, you know? Yep. I got to yep. run, John. I appreciate you, okay. man. All right. Talk Thanks. to you next week. I couldn't get the name of the caller that we have up uh, uh, next, but you just have to trust me. Is it Paul? Great. Paul, how are you doing out there? Sorry, I couldn't pull your name up on, on the machine. <laughs> um, person, woman, man, camera, TV, you know? Um, I... <laughs> I just, you know, he's on Fox News talking about this for five minutes, maybe. And then he says, the doctor said, I, but nobody, nobody else has ever done as well on this as you have. And, I, you know, that, first of all, they wouldn't say anything. You know, they, they would just, you would take the test and Well, you and know what killed me, Paul? When I saw this thing, this was the night before last. When I saw this thing, he repeated his ability to say these words four different times. Like yeah. that, like he was impressing Chris Wallace because he could say five words, you know, that he could remember five words four different times, and he acted but, like this made him, you know, Marie Curie or something. Like he was a born again genius because he could do this. <laughs> first of all, the words were given to him because I don't think they'd be related, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all related, like the first three and the and the second yeah, and, camera, the, and the next two. Camera, TV, <laughs> TV. <yeah. laughs> I mean, if if my mother had Alzheimer's, and if I took that test, I would be, I wouldn't probably tell anybody about it. I'd just be relieved that things were better than I thought. Exactly, but the test is not designed to figure out whether you're smart. It's designed to figure out whether you're beginning to lose your grip. You know, yeah. that's all, right? I mean. I think I have memory issues myself now. It's, it doesn't attack my intelligence. It just means that sometimes I have to search for a word. I know the word that I want to say, and it takes me like four or five seconds to grab that word, the right word that I want. Sometimes I have to substitute one word for another word because I can't remember the word I was trying yeah, to say. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, but that's what, that's what happens. And sometimes, like if I uh, go to look up um, a, a song I want to play, I can't remember who the hell it was that, you know that, and I have to think about it sometimes. Right. Um, I mean, it's just what happens. But um, you know, another uh, on another issue. Um, you know, with these federal troops coming into uh, mm. cities, you know, I, I know one city he won't send them to. That would be Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to go back to Jacksonville now that he. He started his his, uh, his march to Jacksonville, and then found out that 
they weren't re- ready to have 20,000 people, you know, with 500 sick, you know, landing on their city and spreading these vectors out, you know, throughout the community uh, around Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, and he didn't tell his people. His people told him, I'm mm-hmm. sure of it. I'm sure that's the case. Because I don't believe anything he says. If if he says anything that is true, it's like a broken clock, you know? Right. It's, it, well, it's an accident. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate yep. you, man. All right. All right. Let me grab Ron and Chitawaga. Ron, how are you doing out there? Okay. Well, it's the baseball season started. <laughs> well, that's good. And we got baseball in Buffalo, real baseball. I mean, yeah, that, I know. That's something right, that, right. you know, the Toronto tried like heck to, to avoid that. They, I know. They tried to go to Pittsburgh, they tried to go to Baltimore. <laughs> Nobody wanted them there. So they're stuck with us. But hey, it's something. I guess it's. And, and don't get me wrong, AAA ball is real ball. But, yeah, yeah, but major well, league ball is still major league ball. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I liked, I used to like the minor leagues, but that was when you know, back in the in the day when I was a kid, even, you know, Mickey Mantle hit three hundred ninety, I think, for the for four months, and they didn't bring him up until August. Now, right. if you hit three ninety for two weeks, they bring you up. Yep. You know, I mean, that's it's hard to follow minor league ball for that reason. I, I mean, it's. it's you remember, it was about 10 years ago, the Bisons had two great pitchers. They were leading the league by 10 games. Mm-hmm. Toronto needed them. Or with, with, I think this was back when it was with the Mets. They pulled them both up, and then the Bisons just they like won 10 of their last 32 games and didn't even yep. make the playoffs. Yep. So, I mean, yep. that's a killer with that. Anyway, okay, two things here. Um, did you, first of all, did you uh, get uh, Palace book? No. Okay, here's what I, I got it. I read it. And I tried to post a review. Okay, I gave it five stars, and I put the, the review up there. Two days later, I get a, a message back. We are unable to post your, your thing. And they didn't specifically say. They gave me a link to the, uh, to the customer uh, code of conduct. Now, it, in, in that code of conduct, it talks about obscenities. It talks about uh, uh, personally insulting, using bombast. And, and there is a, in there about inauthentic uh, tr- attempt to mislead people with inauthentic information. Now, here's what I wrote. It's very short. Um, for those of you who are interested in a constitutional system, a system of law, and voting rights, this is a must-read, period. In his latest work, Pallas points out the massive attempt by the Republican Party to suppress votes both in 2016 and how they plan to do it in 2020, period. And in the conclusion of the book, Pallas offers several steps which voters may take to make sure their vote is counted, period. End of review. They said that was not postable. Now, let me, let me uh, uh, tell you that somebody who reads a lot of reviews of books, mm-hmm. there is a lot worse stuff up there. When Douglas Horn wrote a book about the medical evidence, it was a five-volume work, a medical evidence of, about the uh, Kennedy assassination, why the single bullet theory didn't make any sense, and other things. Vincent Bugliarossi wrote a review calling him a, par- a, ravenoid, a raving paranoid idiot, amongst other things. That was posted on Amazon. Now, what Greg Pallas, in his uh, messages, has been saying he wants pe- people to review the book up there because if they get it over a certain amount of reviews, the mainstream media, like the New York Review of Books, the New York Times a Review of Books, places like that will have well i guess they they have like a, a, a if they get a certain number of reviews on each of these like amazon or or uh, uh borders or any of these things if you get a certain number of reviews on there then you have to review it they 
of Amazon, it looks to me, and I haven't checked other sites, but it looks to me as if Amazon doesn't want to post those reviews so that whatever automatic you know, computer analysis or whatever about reviews is, uh, uh, won't trigger a mainstream media review of this book. They don't want people to know about this book. Mm. It's obvious. Wow. Uh, but try to do, read if you get the book, read it and try to post it. And don't don't say nasty stuff. I didn't mention Trump. I didn't say any vulgar words. I just read you word for word what I tried to put up there, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't allow it up there. Um, so that is that that is something that people should realize. Uh, what is going? And every time I hear about the so-called liberal media and the uh, the, the, the terrible bias, right. there's an example of where it's absolutely right. false. It just shows you that that's just uh, not true. Okay. I'm going to pull that up on Amazon and and, uh, when when we get done with the program. Yep. Okay. Anyway, um, so uh, the other thing is these people he's sending in to places like Portland and threatening to send in. Okay. What we what we know what the mainstream is telling us is there an adjunct to the Border Protection and DEA. They're not actual full members, most of them. They are an adjunct to them. Now, uh, he began recruiting these people as almost like a liaison, uh, people who live in the southern part of the country, near along the border. And back about a year and a half ago, Pacifica Radio did a, a report about that. He is getting these people from these local militia groups, mm-hmm. uh, many of them with white supremacist and neo-Nazi kind of uh, groups, tendencies uh, in, the, in these groups, these little militia groups that, you know, are his loyalists. And that's who they're sending. These people have no uh, experience with crowd control. They're Border Patrol people, half-trained, six, eight-week uh, of training they get. And they're supposed to look at the border and make sure that people don't sneak across the border. He's mm-hmm. putting these into the central cities, urban areas, where there are um, uh, crowd control issues, where people are very upset. These people have no training, no experience in that. These, this is very similar to what was done by the Nazi party. This is not an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. To, to, uh, in opposition to the Socialist Party, the people demonstrating and that type of thing during times of crisis in the Weimar Republic. Very similar to what the Nazis did with these half-trained sort of paramilitary groups that became eventually crystallized into the SA. Yep. This is what he's doing, and people got to... Re- and the mainstream media, another thing of the so-called liberal media, isn't even mentioning that these half-trained uh, uh, guys are not... Uh, they never mention that uh, many of them have these white supremacist militia and neo-Nazi affiliations. And it explains, Ron, I'm glad you talked about this, because it explains the question I've been asking who are these people that would be willing to do this sort of stuff? It's one thing for Donald Trump to ask for this. Donald Trump is, uh, well, uh, to me, a very depraved uh, uh, individual, but he's a single person. When he gets 75 people, 150 people, 250 people in different cities to come out and shoot a guy in the middle of the head and, and, and nobody even uh, arrests a guy you know, or brings him up on charges for doing something like that, just the, the fact that you could get people to do these things who are these people? And what you're talking about explains who these people are. These are people who are malicious human beings themselves. That's the reason why Donald Trump calls 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 on them. Or, gets or remember, these, remember right. when Obama was elected, he he said, or was I think it was actually still in the camp. This is our moment. This is our moment. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the what the, this is the white supremacy dream. This is, they they now get to go into the city and beat the hell out of black people. That's what it, and Trump is, anybody that says he is not a vicious racist, 
when he, you see this here, uh, this is what he is doing. He, this is there. This is what these people have been dreaming about for decades. And they have license now with with uh, uh, Donald Trump. Thanks, Ron. I really appreciate you. I got, I'm up against the uh, the clock. So, uh, Matt, we're going to take our, uh, our our second break, and then we'll get back into our subject. You all stick with us. We will see you inside of the break here at Think Again. Think Again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. Locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Sometimes our food is more than just food. It's an integral part of our community. So this year, Discover is giving $5 million to support Black-owned restaurants. To places like Rodney Scott's Barbecue in Charleston. Post Office Pies in Birmingham, Back in the Day Bakery in Savannah, and hundreds more places in your local community, all across the country. Learn how you can show your support at discover.com. We're all in uncharted territory looking for ways to support our communities. At Dell Technologies, we're making sure small businesses have the right tech solutions. Dell Technologies advisors are here for you. From helping small businesses stay connected and productive while working remotely with Windows 10 and Microsoft Teams to rapidly deploying remote work solutions that limit upfront costs with Dell Financial Services. We're standing by you every step of the way. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt ESPN Listen, let me grab, I think it's Donnie first in Middleport, then we'll grab Kevin and Rambo. Donnie, how are you doing out there? Yeah, dear. How are you doing? Okay. Yeah. Want, good. Uh, one thing about this, um, uh, the, uh, the children turning back to the schools here. Right. Um, I, even, I haven't heard anybody p- emphasizing um, putting the, uh, the gymnasiums in use for teaching any, any large uh, auditoriums because um, we can't get a president that's going to do anything uniform to protect these people and uh, you don't need our our, our, our grandchildren to be used as a, a canaries in the uh, uh, you know in the mine 
mm-hmm. or even get reelected because he don't care. You can see that. You look well, at the you know, it's, it, it's real important what you're talking about. If, if we're going to re-engineer how we do school, you have mm-hmm. to be careful what you engineer into the process. If you put, uh, th- think about it like this. In the city of Buffalo, you've got roughly 32,000 kids in the school district and 56 schools. So you got about 570 kids per school. Right. If you uh, keep class sizes to like 12 to 15 kids to a class, so you could socially distance the kids in the school. You're going to have to teach kids in the hallway. You have to keep, teach kids in the gym. You have to teach kids in the library. And then when you're moving, either moving kids around or moving teachers to where the, te- the kids are, uh, that's going to become very difficult, you know, to be able to make all of that uh, uh, happen and not mm-hmm. have people in, you know, sort of touching each other. You know, if you've ever been in school, uh, when you have that period, you know, the, the 48 minutes of a period and the period right. ends, it's like a zoo, you know, in the hallways inside those schools and whatnot. This is going to be very difficult for you to do social distancing. It seems to me that you're going to have to reduce the population that's in the school at one time so that maybe half of the kids are being taught at home and half of the kids are being taught in school. And then they rotate right every other day. Right. Or, or, or you know, they have they have A, a through F days or, or A through G days in schools. I don't know what the days after E are. <laughs> But they have these extra days and so on. So maybe they have A, B, and C, and D, and E, F weeks, you know, so that one week you go to school, two days in school, and three days at home. And the next week you go uh, three days uh, in school and two days at home. It's going to have to be some kind of a hybrid like that. But that means you're going to need more teachers to be able to teach those kids. Because a classroom that has uh, 15 kids in it is going to require a teacher and a teacher aide just like a classroom that has 25 kids in it. The number of teachers that you need is not going to change. So you're going to have to have more teachers to be able to to get this done. And being a teacher myself, I can tell you from my direct experience, it is not easy trying to construct classes that you're going to do remotely because you have to have more material. The material has to be more precisely structured. You can't uh, uh, trust your ability to convey based on your body language, your direct interaction with students in your classroom, uh, conveying information that way. You have to have that information contained in writing and visual presentations. You have to get that done. That has to be pre-laid out before you even get to the start of the school year in order for you to be prepared uh, for Mm -hmm. all of the class presentations that you're going to have to make. Teachers are going to have a very tough time doing this without some support in both right. both in terms of classroom organization and in uh, 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 technique and tactics that they'll be using uh, to teach these kids. And these kids are way behind. They've lost almost a year worth of school. This is not going to be easy. But Donnie, I got to run. I got to get two more people on before the end of this uh, this hour. Thank you so much. Let me grab Kevin, then we'll grab Rambo Jim. Kevin and Pendleton, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nate. All right. Good to hear uh, yeah, from Nate, you, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what's, yeah, what's up? Doing yeah. good. Hey, uh, did I hear you a short while ago say that, uh, well, just two things I want to ask you here. And, sure. And just comment on them. The first one is, uh, did I hear you just say earlier that, um, you know that 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 the African Americans and blacks are going to vote for Trump because they got this that they're going to get this check because well, they, uh, uh, what I said was that I think that based on what I read that there is a higher percentage of African people who are willing to vote or lean towards Trump today than there were who were to, who were for Trump in the 2016 election. That's not me saying that. That's a news report. 
Oh, as a news reporter, you read right. that, 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 yeah, that more going to vote for him, and it's only because of this check, that second stimulus check. You, you can buy a vote, man. You know, they'll, well, they'll vote for Hitler. If Hitler dropped him $2,000, come on, come on, Adolf, let's get it going. <laughs> no, no. But I, Don't I, say I, no. They, they will do that. You know, we, we know in Germany that they did that. They, they will wow. do that. Citizens no, can be bought. You, yes, you, no, you put $2,000 in, in, in a household for uh, <laughs> citizens who can't pay their rent, and you put $2,000 in their hands, and you put your name on the check, guess who they're going to be looking at? Oh, man. No. Well, anyway, I just say I, I, I got to respectfully disagree. I, I, I'll tell you why. Okay. Remember, I, I said this thing to you some time ago. Sure. I said that there's a rhyme I say that um, now if you're black, you're going to back brown is the new king in town. Oh, it used to be <laughs> well, if you're brown, get down. But okay, whatever whatever the new words are. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, yeah, what I'm saying is that, uh, no, what happened is that um, African-Americans are starting to wake up and I'll wake up and realize, and as I've always said, that the coin that the Democrat and Republican Party uh, are different sides of the same coin. And I think what it is, is that they've finally woken up and realized that, look, um, no, we've been used all this time as political pawns. And and they're starting waking up. But that's that's, that's not what's that's not what's happening, Kevin. What 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 is happening is is not that. I know that's the, that's the spin that you want to put on it. But that's not mm-hmm. what, what's really going on. What's really going on is people are in difficult circumstances. And if you come along and you offer to give people money, you're going to influence with that money a lot of the people who are getting their money from you. They'll set aside how they feel about the Gestapo that you got running around in Chicago mm-hmm. and. Portland and you know all of the misconduct that you're engaging in, the disconnecting mm-hmm. from the Paris Accords and all, they'll they'll set that stuff aside yeah. because they got to pay their rent. And you give mm-hmm. them two thousand dollars and they can pay their rent, they're going to be mm-hmm. with you. Not okay. all of them, but you're going to mm-hmm. influence many of them. And when you have an okay. election where there's marginal differences between the two candidates, you mm-hmm. can tip an election two or three mm-hmm. percent one way or the other using mm-hmm. money. And that's exactly what Donald Trump okay. is doing. Okay, well, before we well, next week, if you get a chance, um, and I think an answer to all of this, um, you, you let me know what you think about ranked choice voting, because I think that might be the best option, too, when it, when it comes to us making sure that we get representation, I've been researching it, mm-hmm. ranked choice voting, ranked choice voting. But by the way, on my, my second issue, I want to quickly bring up to you, too, um, in that when I said um, different sides of the same coin, you know, where Erie County... Um, no, New York State to some extent, or oh, Erie County being two two million in the whole mm-hmm. with the Board of Elections, um, you know, where both Ralph Moore and Zellner, you know, went for the legislature. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the budget was, you know, wasn't prepared. Um, do you remember that? I do. Right, yeah. So I'll say to you is that, um, like, a lot of independent thinking persons like myself, when you see stuff like this, you kind of wonder why 100 million people didn't vote in 2016. And it might be even be more because of, you know, you know, where we realize that we just being played by the leadership, not all, but the leadership of the two major parties. But anyway. Uh- OK. All right. I got you, Kevin. We'll talk about that next week. Let me get Rambo Jim on. Uh, OK. 
Let me get Rambo Jim. This is Donald Trump Jr. calling from the Republican National Committee to remind you to return your ballot for the congressional special election in your district by Tuesday, May 12th. We're counting on you to make your voice heard by returning your ballot by Tuesday, May 12th. Don't let us down. Remember, return your ballot now. Make your vote count for Republican Mike Garcia and get it in the mail by Tuesday, May 12th. Paid for by the Republican National Committee and authorized by Mike Garcia for Congress. And but if you're a Democrat, your vote, it's a rigged election. If, if you're a Democrat and you send in a mail ballot, that, 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 that's, that's illegal. But if you're a Republican, it's great. You got to send in a, the, the, the mail balloting is fine if you're a Republican. Rambo, what you thought about that? Um, well, what I wanted to talk to you about was uh, all this <laughs> propaganda about these guys that Trump said that are. I, not I got that. I just want to ask you your, your opinion, though, right? Um, your president, that, our president, claims that it would be a rigged election if we have mail-in ballots. His son is then uh, using dollars that he got from donors to recruit people to mail in their ballots for the Republican. So essentially what that implies is as long as you're mailing in your ballots for a Republican, those mail-in ballots uh, count. They're legal. They're fine. But if you're doing mail-in balloting for a Democrat— that that's rigging the election. What's your thought about that? I mean, I I didn't, I, that's not an opinion. That's what you just no, heard. No, no matter how we do the election, we have to have safeguards upon safeguards upon more safeguards to but, prevent but you, but voter his, fraud. My, my point is that the, the, the father said that mail-in balloting is, is a guaranteed a rigged election, horrible thing, can't be done, no mail-in ballot. That's what the father said. The son said the same day with your public money that uh, as long as we have a Republican, you know, we're recruiting Republicans, you can mail in your ballot and it's OK. How is it OK for Donald Trump Jr. to recruit mail in ballots for Republicans? But it's uh, when, it, when it's Democrats pushing for mail in ballots, that's rigging the election. How can both things be true? One said by the father and one said by the son on the same day. I don't. People have different opinions about certain things. I can't. I, I don't. Is the father and the son going to agree about everything? I know me and my father. We sure as heck didn't agree about it. But a you know, lot. the father wasn't disagreeing with his son about recruiting mail-in ballots for Republicans. He was only uh, 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 saying that he didn't want Democrats to be able to mail-in ballots. That's all he cared about. Donald Trump doesn't care about anything. He has no principle whatsoever. So it's not possible for him to be making these, these uh, 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 statements based on principle. He's an unprincipled man. So that's, that's just not possible. And you know that that's what I'm saying is true. Well, but go, uh, on with your, go, ahead, go with your point that you were trying well, to make. All this um, talk about these guys Trump's sending are trained? They're federal law enforcement officers. That's not true. Wait, wait, no, no, wait. No, don't, don't say that. That is not true. They are not federal law enforcement officers. They're not U.S. Marshals. They are not uh, 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 state troopers. They're not uh, FBI. Uh, they're, they're not local police. They're not county police. These are basically agents who are not necessarily policed at all from any policing operation and they are unidentified. You saw yourself, uh, uh, Rambo. You saw the images yourself. These people had on these camouflage uniforms. They're carrying these high-caliber rifles. 
and they got a piece of tape over their chest that says the word police. There's nothing that tells you who these people are, where they're coming from, who you would call if they engaged in misconduct. You know that yourself. Well, you would not want to, that to happen to you. You know good and well you would not you would not tolerate that. They have they have to protect the families, their families, because I know for it is a fact. Protecting their the families from what? Going after the families. Protecting their families from what? Uh, you're telling me that, that these pro the you're saying these pro you're saying these have have you, you've seen pub uh, uh, protesters actually trying to threaten the police officers in their communities. That is not taking place. You're making that up. That's no, something that somebody that up, is saying. Mason. They're going after the, they send, got that from the Mexican send, send, mafia. Send me the basis on which you're you're saying that. They're I study this the, the tactics of the Mexican mafia. That's what you're saying. Show me the documentation that says that you are finding protesters who are going to the homes of police and uh, 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 attacking people, insulting people, protesting in front of their homes, anything like that. Show me any documentation that that takes place at all, ever. Police have been running around the communities of America forever, okay? I have lived in communities where I've seen police stomp on people. I've not seen a single person go to those police, even try to find out who those police are, let alone go to their homes and, uh, and uh, insult these people or assault these people in their homes. That just, just does not occur. So even though you have people like maybe you that say these things because you believe them to be true, because you think that other people you know, behave like these police behave when that is not the case at all, but that's not true. You're saying something that's not true, but if you, if you have documentation, have a report, that, that, that says that, send that to me. Say it to me over the air. Say it to me next week. I'll re research it again, but I research this stuff weekly. That, what you're saying, does not take place at all. Well, see, see when you go online if you can get anything from the DOJ on that. I would I would do that. something up off the, off the Internet. But anyway, these guys that, 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 that President Trump's recruited, many of them are ex-military guys. That doesn't make them not militia people. They're ex-military who were in, they, they were Klansmen when they went into the military, let alone when they came out. You know, I mean, you know, that, that, that's, not, that's not an assertion of, of, of principle, you know, for people because they were ex-military. They're trained, Mason. You know who, Mason, the second time I did my civil riot control training at Fort Bragg, you know who I trained with? Who? A British parachute regiment exactly three weeks out of Northern Ireland. So, you don't think we, so what does that have to do with the fact that you see many people in the police? Are are very well you trained. see many people in the police departments who are born again, white skinhead nationalists and whatnot, but they get a job in the police department and they act out what they believe in their heart. That's that's the reality. So, Rambo, I don't know how, how, how much I can help on that, but we'll continue to talk because talking is the only way that we can uh, uh, share ideas and get to a place where we understand where we're coming from and how best to govern ourselves in terms of policy. We'll see you all next week here at Think Again. Think again. You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.